I'm so pissed. Back on the air, though. <laughs> it's going to be really grim. Well, why don't you tell them what happened? We had a 30 fuck minute. Fuck the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. That was, a, that was a 20 minutes on that one, dude. 20 minutes alone. That's too much. Yeah, we kind of rehashed some stuff. Anyway. We had 30 minutes to record it on a podcast. We're doing a uh, standalone podcast here. We're not in the vehicle. We're doing a, uh, we had a half hour of a standalone session in our, in our uh, sales office here in New York, Long Beach, New York, that uh, 30 minutes of good conversation, good debate. Mike's phone rings, cuts off the podcast. Mike threw the phone. <laughs> I never seen Mike so pissed off. The drifter was scared. <laughs> anyway, we touched on a few topics. One was the, uh, the homelessness. Uh, we're not going to mention it again. Uh, whatever. It's done. It's done. We, and we were right on the topic of the kneeling cheerleader. San Francisco 49ers first kneeling cheerleader. And now it's over too. <laughs> so now we have that, that's it, it's, it's, it, The topic's all beat. You wasted beat. so much energy. The topic's beat, dude. And apparently oh, we, 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 we talked about how do some guys that talk to their wives try really hard to do this or does it come natural? You know, some guys love their wives so much they tell them everything. And no, we're, we're trying to work on you to get better at this and a big fight broke out apparently. Yeah, in your life. About my text message thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're trying. I wasn't trying to communicate though. She text messaged me saying, Oh, the work thing. Yeah, you know, you're, you have vacation. You want me to take any days off? And then I uh, I said, uh, You know, don't worry about it. You only work two days a week. Oh, the keyword is only. I know. And then, and then I, and I said, and, and, and in addition, you only work five and a half hours a day. A what double, does that mean? A double only. Oh my gosh, yeah. like a double, just yeah, double, sleep was double. Pissed. But I'm like, no, no, no. You took it out of context. That's the problem with the text message. Yes. Well, the problem is, you got, I want you to start treating your wife like a queen. You don't. That's your first problem. The second problem is text messaging. All right? Yeah, two you problems. Who are you talking? <laughs> telling me to treat my wife like a queen? This guy's <laughs> drifting through the fucking universe. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. No, yeah, text messaging is so cold, and uh, women are so... They're just one-sided. Just women flat. are sensitive, dude. I know, and there's just no there's no emotion to it. I hate when people also add emotion to text messages. Interpret it. It's like, this is what you said. It's like, how the fuck do you know what I said? I mean, I, all you saw was letters on a screen. Yeah, my intentions. There, there's no exclamation points after that. <laughs> no. But anyway, this is how they people read it, and they digest it in their head, and then that's, you know... I'm still fuming from the fucking losing the first part. We did talk about um, the Drifters double. Let's talk about the double. blue wave, the red wave. The so what do you think is going to happen? You want to put a bet on the podcast? Yes, I bet the. Uh, I, I think the uh, Republicans, because you know when Trump won last time, he was predicted to lose because everybody is vote, votes for Trump. They can't admit they're voting for Trump, so everybody says, "I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton." And then Trump wins because why? Because they're too embarrassed to say Trump, but they still vote for Trump. So I'm thinking. This is going to happen again. I'm going to double down on this thing. I'm thinking that it's, it's a... Cause the conservative so, wave is still flowing. So, because so many of these, like, these races in the House of uh, Representatives is so close, like 1% or 2%, one or 2% difference in like, who's, who's in the lead. Therefore, it could very easily be like the hidden, the hidden voters for Trump are going to actually come out. And you said Nancy Pelosi was on uh, Corbett. So, yeah, Stephen... Uh, Andrew Clavin is on, on Daily Wire. So wait, so Andrew Clavin and uh, what's his name? Ben Shapiro. Yeah, do the Daily Wire. There's three guys. Oh, there is. Yeah, there's three three really good guys. Oh, and what's the other guy? Third guy. Uh, Michael Knowles. Oh, okay. These they're all brilliant. They're, they're, I thought it was just uh, also, Shapiro. No, there's three of them, and they're, and they're also different. Because Shapiro's a little, he's a little like a little geek guy. Clavin's like a, you know, the, uh, Clavin's like an ex, uh, he's a he's a. Um, a, thr- a, um, a crime writer. He's a, he's a, he's a novel. He's got a screenplay called Gosnell that came out into a movie recently about abortion, abortion doctor. 
And Michael Knowles is like, he went to Yale University, he's like a, he's a, a, a theatrical actor. And so these guys are also different, but they're also politically minded. It's a great podcast. Anyway, so Clavin is the old guy. And he's, uh, he's stating how Nancy Pelosi was on Stephen Colbert's show last week saying, Oh, Stephen, we gotta win. I'm so afraid we're not gonna win. He's still energy, dude. I'm and, 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 and so Colbert's like, Oh, man, we gotta win. <laughs> and so, so Clavin's like, How can this be like, this is, this is na- a nationally broadcast show. We have to win. Influence, we have to win, meaning, Oh, my God, there's a podcast. Meaning, Meaning, I mean, Jimmy Kimmel talks to 30 million people a night. No, that's, that's John Carson's numbers. That's from David Spade's thing. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel has like an audience of like at least two or three million a night. Colbert's got two or three million. And, they all, and, and they're all saying the same exact thing, and they're all influencing, influencing the voters in the same exact way. You know, there's nobody out there like doing conservative talk show, radio, right. TV shows. They're all on the radio, but I mean, so people watch more TV than radio. So it's just, Clavin was saying, it's just not, I mean, it's their right to say those things on TV, but it's not right, it's not correct for the media to be so, like, liberal, I mean, it's just, it's just not fair, you know what I mean? It's just not fair. And if we win, if we win this election, it's going to throw the whole thing back in their face. The resistance, it was bullcrap. The whole, like, Me Too movement, that's all bullcrap. If we win this election, if we even, like, split the House of Representatives and Senate, if we go, you know, conservatives win the Senate and the liberals win the House, that's still a victory for us, you know what I mean? Because we shouldn't win either. We shouldn't win either based on all the resistance, right? So, are, I mean, so to stop you there, are there any like qualities of a liberal that you like would agree with or that you? Yeah. Um, like, is it just? No, it's it's leftist. I'm talking, about, I'm, I'm talking about leftist. Far left. Yeah, left. The left. Because there's a lot of liberals that are. There's, there's a difference in that. That they're thing. like, hey, hey, that's not us, man. Like, yeah, those, these people are crazy, and they're far. They're too far left. And the same thing with people on the right. So there's people on the right that would agree with some things that liberals have to say. You know what I mean? But we're not having that conversation no, right. I know. We're not. anymore. Going to what you just saw on uh, Stephen Corbert, uh, we got to win. It's like, Let's what are you talking here. about? You're just saying, like, our tribe needs to win and and that your tribe is right, and that's it. But there's, So you're saying there's nothing that a conservative has to say that you would agree with as a liberal. That's bullshit. What do you got? Um, what is a liberal? What is the difference between the left and a liberal? Liberals subscribe to the notion that society is compro- composed of individuals who have inalienable rights, and that the ideal condition for humanity is the maximization of liberty and autonomy. Leftists believe that society is group. That's the thing. It's groups represented as individuals. So, so liberals are believing individual, which is what conservatives actually believe, because. Today's conservatives, it was last, was like the 60s liberal. So liberals believe in the individual, the left groups things. And that's why this whole group thing, the whole like intersectionality, the whole like uh, race, gender, sex is all like groups of people. And the leftists love to group. They can control groups. It's all about control, the lefts. The left lets control. We, want, we, want, we believe in like liberty and individual rights. Smaller government. Smaller government. Smaller the better every, in every situation. Yeah, free but, market. But the group, the, the, the left is all about power and control, and it's easier to control groups. You can't control individuals. You can't control individuals. If they all have guns, how do you control them? Take the guns away from the group, you know? The gun control is all about control. It's not about, it's not about right. It's not about like protection. Right. So that's, that's the difference in left and liberal. Liberal doesn't mean, liberals and conservatives agree on that individual stuff. Left is not about individuals. That's the big difference. And then a Democrat is just an umbrella term for anything on the left. Yeah. Um, 
or no, because there's like there's 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 conservative, then there's there's alt right, right? Yeah, all all, all rights and holding it, they hold them. All, all all right and the left are actually kind of similar. They're like yeah, mirror they're images, extremes. Yes, yeah, mirror images of each other. So it's not a spectrum; it's a circle. It's actually a, it's actually a spi it's a spiral. You know that what I mean? Sense, yeah. It's a spiral viewed from the top. But it's yeah. actually if you get if you get a profile shot, it's like this. You know what I mean? It's all just uh, it's the on onward advanced civilization. So yeah, that's the big difference. Anyway, Colbert, right. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so October, we wrap that up. Wrap that up. I got fucked up the first night. I bought vodka. I bought beer. I had five, five or six beers, three or four shots. Bump. <laughs> Cocaine's legal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I haven't had haven't been drunk since then. So, oh, that's right. The goal working. the goal was to actually not be like because you and I both agreed that getting drunk every night is actually work. So we don't have to like work. We're gonna enjoy once or twice a week getting drunk, not stopping getting drunk. I'm not gonna stop getting drunk, but <laughs> I'm gonna stop getting drunk every day. You know, that's the thing. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're on a, we're on a uh, weird schedule here. A static po a static podcast. We're not in the truck. We are actually in the office is closed down. Mike and the Drifter have the office. Nobody's coming in. I'm gonna I'm gonna double sleeper double. We got we got 16 straight hours of work two days in a row. Airplane mode. It's in airplane mode. Yeah. So. I wish I would have thought about that. The first yeah, time. we're back on the. You have to work through these kinks. Yeah, you got to work through these kinks. Hey, we're good, man. We're good. First, it was, and we're not using mics, so. No mics. Not using mics. Not, not, using, not using. We don't. Things. I think we need it. Not when we're in the office. But um, what else you got going on? That's a, you have a long list. I'm not, there, I'm not reading that one, dude. It's too, it's too gay. You have to wait too gay. It's too gay. You were drunk when you probably I wrote was it. Fucked up. <laughs> <I wrote it. laughs> this is my voice. I know. This is my new radio fuck. voice. <laughs> what the fuck was I even talking about? Uh, oh well, it does say. Okay, um, it, this this is the gist of what I was writing about. Um, as I get older, I mean, when I was younger, I was reticent. I was I would I would I would resist speaking up in a group, not because I wanted to be the strong, silent type, but because I was afraid I didn't have the alacrity of of thought and the facile enough reactions to be quick enough to like debate somebody and make my point or or whatever my goal if my goal is to be funny my goal is to be smart my goal is to win a debate my goal is to like give her give her a schedule i would just sit back and take what i got because i wouldn't uh, i'd be too afraid of losing so i wouldn't i wouldn't venture out so now i'm realizing as i get older that what you would lose is nothing you know what i mean it's 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 better to have lost than not have tried you know what i mean so as i get older the things that I, I would be embarrassed about this is all brand it don't matter you don't matter. They don't matter at all. Yeah. What matters is the fight you put up. You know what I mean? And the, and, the, and that comes. And then once you agree to put up, put up a fight, then you realize, wow, I might as well fucking prepare for this fight. You know? And and then when you start preparing, you start getting better. You learn your you learn your weaknesses and how to counteract those. If you don't if you don't put yourself out there, you never evolve. You know? You never. And I've been like hiding out in the shadows for my most of my life. I'm fifty drifters, fifty two years old. I'm fifty two years old now. So this whole process we're going through now is really kind of opening my mind up to. What process? What's worth fighting? The podcasting process is opening oh, yeah, yeah. my mind up to what's what's worth thinking about, and then talking about, and then be acting upon, and then maybe like fighting for, and preparing for, and like and affecting change. I mean, so yeah. that whole thing right there is brand new for me, you know. Yeah. So that's what this is all about. So all, all I'm saying is, um, now that I'm older, I consider I consider fearing less the things I used to fear. Those things being an embarrassment or ruining your reputation. Now I'm considering actually going for it, saying things. 
that I'm thinking in situations where I where I would not before because there's there's possibilities to be discovered that I wouldn't discover otherwise. You know. Right. So that's what I'm saying. That, that's all about. So that's a big that's a big uh, that's a big uh, that's a big concept to like want to download to your to your brain to actually then act upon. Um, but um, I had just had, I mean talking to those girls last week in the office about not getting emotional, just speaking the facts, just like not not reacting, just being objective, speaking the facts, and then and then you you might win some, you might lose some. By winning and losing, meaning they might benefit you, they might not benefit you. But the fact is, you're being. But you're towing the line. You're towing. You're yeah. You're you're going to back up what you say, and you're you know, and you're going to be honest about what um, you're saying. You're not going to be like you're not going to be a politician and try to uh, try to say things to get one over on people. You know. Right. That's a big uh, that's a big step for a person, and not just me, but people in general, but, but especially me. What's it called? Dude? Unlikely. All right. But this one's I have to call this person back. But anyway. Well, I, in the in, inside like the well lit the well lit office, I, I'm not that attracted to her. But she came out to my truck and was starting to talk to me. You know, like kind of the shadows of like of the of the back parking lot area, you know. And she's the sweetest. She's a really sweet lady. And so we started talking about dogs and stuff. And uh, I think I think I like her. Well, was it like reciprocated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Well, she's older too, so she's I mean, she's she's running out of options, you know. <laughs> we both are. Know, what right? are you talking about? Your options are gone, yeah, dude. So just just when you give up on uh, on dating, I was, I was talking to my friend last week. I can't imagine being on a date, you know. But now I was talking to this girl. I was like, as she's talking to me, I was like, I can imagine. Going <laughs> That's so, so funny. Yeah, it's funny. So so do you what, what, you think she was like kind of flirtatious? I think she's always been that way. But I can never pick up on it. Well, I. I, I know I'm very aware of it, but when I get to the office with, it, with an injured aunt, with an injured uh, sales contract, I I just want to fucking get people out of my way, and she's always in my way. And I'm like, look, I need to talk to somebody who has the knowledge, know how to fix this intestine on this sales contract, and uh, and she's always there, like, what'd you bring in? What'd you bring in? I'm like, please, would you go away? <laughs> you know? So I'm always aware she's there. I'm always aware she's like interested in me, but I don't want to fucking like, you know, deal with her. But she was really cute tonight. In the, uh, Dude, you gotta give and take, life. man. You gotta learn how to do that. No, dude. You're so selfish. You are. Like you're I'm like fuck, so super selfish. You're super selfish. Like you don't want to give an inch, dude. In fact, I think you're afraid to give an inch. I, like, well, it's obvious yeah, I am. No, you know, you're at my last pot, my last like point sleep, I was making there. You sleep over at my apartment, you leave your underwear. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it, you're not moving in. This is a learning process for my dude. So anyway, it's uh that was funny because we were in the beginning of our shift, we were talking about um <clears throat> alimony. Oh, you yeah. said your friend or yeah. somebody you knew. Had, My new tenant. Your, uh, a new tenant that um, his wife pays him or yeah. ex-wife pays him out. Yes. Uh, and I go, dude, you got you to gotta marry somebody with money or a doctor. Oh, <laughs> that's a trick, right? That's a fucking trick. And then here you are. Uh, like subconscious, man. Subconscious, man. <laughs> this guy, See, this, this is, guy's going to be retired next year. We should talk about, we should speak more on this podcast about things like that, like meditations, uh, affirmations. You know, because we're you and I are making affecting change. We're affecting change already, just by like 
having this conversation and it's affecting the way we deal with these people and it's making us more bulletproof like water on a duck's back kind of it is weird huh yeah it's like I feel more more bulletproof than ever I feel more calm I have like no I used to stress out about coming into work and dealing with people it's almost like uh, I know one well one person's no longer here that was Mm -hmm. a black cloud but it's like we we've filled that void with hey let's be positive let's be positive and I don't mean like kumbaya positive but Guys, like, dude, let's well, let's not picture. start sucking those dicks just yet. You know what I'm saying? Fair. That's water wolf. Um, anyway. <laughs> but I've also, we've got to be very cognizant of like, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So, what I'm saying is, we're not the first people to actually establish friendship at work. So, people that do establish friendships that aren't aware of the power they're going to be given, there's strength in numbers. You know what I mean, so there's people that are, like, let's say, for example, like creating the schedule in their in their favor. They don't necessarily think about the group; they think about themselves. Right. You know, so so uh, the feeling we're feeling with each other being we're feeling like the strength in numbers thing. And yeah, you, you have friends here at work. I don't have as many as you do, but you, but you're we have a Starsky and Hutch thing at work, you know, and and that's kind of what we're glomming on, and that's why you feel more less Stress. stressed at work when you come in. Yeah. Matter of fact, we joke about things that used to bother the things that bother you bothered me too. So when they bother us now, we laugh at them, and yeah. they don't bother us anymore. You know what I mean? So. So humor is a good way to kind of like deflect all that stuff that used to bother us. Just don't take it too serious, you know. No, there's nothing. I mean, there's that's nothing why, to take serious. That's man. why we're, the, we're here and then we're gone. In the earlier podcast, you had about moving pictures, how that was gross and the oh, display yeah. was sickening. That's not how we don't want to be. You know what I mean? So it was funny though. It's hilarious to us. Right? But it's, <laughs> it was a gross. Display. The response, the, the the response to us moving a picture. It was a good. The mayonnaise in the picture, fucking like cum shots. <laughs> that was now that was funny, dude. I took so. I, Marco Polo. We we like to use Marco Polo app. It's pretty funny. Um, if you guys don't have it, just download it. It's pretty. It's yeah, pretty so good to good. send uh, quick videos to each other. But I, I took um, uh, a picture of a fellow employee and uh, the sales uh, the sales manager sales manager. And I took a uh, bottle of um, lotion. And all you see is white lotion, creamy white, color. White white lotion. All you see is the picture and then uh, uh, spurts of white lotion just hit the. F- it's like, it's, like that, it's like that porn called Cum Blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Because you don't expect it to happen. You're like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> oh, no. All of a sudden, you got like little white splurts coming out of nowhere. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, uh, I think that... I think we're evolving. Because we're forcing us. We're, we're, this is causing us to evolve. And you know what? Can I make another point, too? Is podcasts. I think podcasts are huge. Because you're listening to a lot of different um, intellectuals, yeah, and, and people. Oh, it's it's huge, huge for us. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting. I'm not, I'm not getting news. I'm getting like. I'm getting backup to my points. I'm getting like. I'm getting confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, because when it, before me, me, me before you had to listen to whatever was there, whatever was on, and that was it. You know? The left-leaning news, like uh, Nancy Pelosi and that's Even the right-leaning news, I can't listen to Fox News. Yeah. One-sided, yeah, I don't right. like to do that. Well, so therefore, I listen to, I listen to both sides. Was, I like listening to both sides. But you, you can't do Bill Maher, and it pisses you off too much. I, that's something I need to work on. I need to go back and, and listen so to So we, we know humor is the way to get you... Humor is a very powerful tool for protection, too. You know, so we can just like, this guy's a fucking idiot, man. This is a guy. That's all. I, Bill Maher pisses me off, but I laugh about it because like, he's so like, he's so like, his, he's got convoluted. A, his you funny know, funny voice too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna bring up some. There's a lot of liberals that are running for office that don't take corporate PAC money now. I think that's huge. What's that mean? They don't take uh, money from large corporations. Oh, okay. Whereas that that leads to that power. Oh, that that would help them get elected, right? Okay. And so by by not taking that. 
they're they're not held to that. They're more, oh, oh, oh. There's no um, corporate greed. There's no more, like, almost like lobbyists, right? Like a lobbyist thing. And there's like 40-some, I don't know if it's just liberals. It could be conservative, too, but mostly conservatives take money from corporations. Okay. Try to, but it's interesting. You have to look into it. What did you read that at? Uh, well, it was brought up on a, but there, it mm-hmm. was brought up on a podcast. But there's also I see a lot of these um, younger uh, candidates uh, running and their ads, and a lot of them are like, yeah, we don't take corporate PAC money. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's pretty interesting. Okay, good. What else? What else? We forget. Because I don't like that. Yeah, I. Agree I, I personally don't like that. Like I. I I know you need money for your campaign, but, but go around raising. But when you get yeah. a large check from the banks, you're not going to do anything, or from big pharmaceutical right. companies, that you're not going to go after them and hold them accountable. Right. You're never being protected. So it's, they it's, want it's to buy money. you. It's hush money, isn't so it? So they can't buy you. Oh, I see. Okay. They can't buy you. So I like that. I actually do like that concept. Okay. Have you heard of, have you heard of Hillsdale College? You got that in Primus thing I sent you. Yeah, you right? still send it. It's okay. that, they send it to me every what, every month, month, once a month. So so that that that's a university, a conservative university. They take no government subsidy, subsidy. And the only country, city, only college in the in the union that doesn't take federal money to support them. So that's an example of like how they can be like completely like it's like a it's like the Ben Shapiro show. That's all like personal private money. And they can say whatever they want to because they're going to back up what they say with their with their fact. It's a reputation, so there's no there's no protection, there's no hush money or no support from the big um, big corporate thing. So it's very no. similar to what you're saying. Um, we got some work to do, man. Let's get back to work. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a shorter version of what we uh, a we better did. version too. You think it's Not, a better version? Yeah, no homeless crap. It was it got so dry. Yeah, I don't. We'll work on that one. I think it's yeah, it's, it's We'll revisit that idea. It so it was a uh, it was I brought it up in the. A previous podcast about homeless elections. It sounds yeah. stupid, off, uh, you know, just uh, f- you know, for for face value, but it'll it'll uh, we'll have to explain it. Twenty-two minutes, Twenty-two minutes. Okay, we'll wrap it up. This is uh, Shift Change Podcast. Mike and the Drifter from the sales office. Hey, <laughs> Long Beach, New York. Hello, Vietnam. The old Drifter's working a double shift. He's gonna be on through all night. Oh. Keeping uh, Ten, keeping that paperwork moving, pushing eight, paper, eight hours. Oh my pencil pusher. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Shift Change Podcast at Outlook dot com. Have a good night.